0: Welcome back to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I'm grateful you're here with me today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. We are in this together, which makes it such an easier journey, doesn't it? It's really hard and challenging to do things when we try to take them on by ourselves. But the truth is we don't have to we're here, we're together. That's also why this is not only a podcast, but there is a community space, a place where we can gather, be together, listen to one another, and simply show up. I would love for you to join me over there. It is called the Soul Circle Community. It takes place off of social media, so there are no distractions. You can be fully present and connect with others you can find the link below in the show notes or on my website, jenniferbeltop.com. I can't wait to see you over there. Today, I wanted to chat with you about the power of writing and journaling and showing up. And I have been an avid journaler ever since I can remember. I don't even know why or what drew me to the page. I guess it was just and an eight thing, you know, that was my thing. When I was younger, I always had little journals, and I don't know if you remember. it was tiny, it was a small journal, and it had a little lock on it. I remember it it had like this white cover, it was really small, and a little lock with a little key. and having that lock felt like, "Oh, okay, I could pour my heart into here, and no one is going to read it." but me. Little did I know how easily that lock was probably (laughs) to pick, but it gave me that sense of security and safety, which is really important because when it comes to journaling and writing, it is really vulnerable, right? You're showing up on the page, you're spilling your heart, and most likely those thoughts and those feelings, you don't want anybody else to read. And not only because they are vulnerable, because it's how you're feeling in that exact moment. And that doesn't mean that that is a huge reflection on who you are as a person. We all go through our ups and downs, right? We all have days where we are at our absolute best. And then there are those other times where, man, we're struggling. We might have done something that we're not so proud of. We might have hurt somebody's feelings or just not acted in the best way. And when you write about that, you write about it to help yourself work through it, to release it, to not be holding on to it forever and ever. Because you don't need to hold on to it, right? What good does that do you? (laughs) Nothing. It does you no good at all. But the page the page is there to catch all of that. It really allows you this opportunity to spill open. And that's why I am an avid writer. I love turning to my journals and giving myself space. One of the biggest things that I want to emphasize when it comes to writing, two things actually. The first thing is that you don't need to keep what you write down. You can rip it out of your notebook. You can tear it up into a million pieces. You can burn it. You can toss it in the trash. You can do whatever you want with it. And I think that is really, truly important to know. Because knowing that you can destroy it means that you can write from the heart. You can write from a place of truth and know that you're destroying the evidence. And that's OK, because it's not about holding on to what you wrote. I have pages and pages and pages of notebooks. I rarely go back to look at them, but it was that simple act of holding that pen in my hand, allowing myself permission to write whatever it was that come up, even if it fell hard even if it felt like it was something embarrassing or something that I didn't want anybody to see, knowing that I didn't have to keep it allowed me to really stand in my truth. And that, I think, is one of the biggest gifts of journaling. It gives you this space to stand in your truth. And so I really want you to know that whatever you write, you don't have to hold on to. And because of that, the second thing is right from the heart. Right from that place of tenderness, compassion, and vulnerability. Allow yourself to excavate what's going inside you. Allow yourself to pull out those tiny pieces, those precious moments and stories, all the things. The page is blank and it will hold anything and everything you throw at it it absolutely will and when i look back on my life now i can't imagine what my life would be like if i didn't have the page to catch me and in an essence those notebooks are my best friend because they are always there for me They listen without judgment. They give me space to breathe. They're there whenever I want to show up to them. And don't we all need that in life? A place that we can show up anytime, any hour of the day. You can show up with all the joy that you're holding in your heart, or you can let that grief and sadness spill open. And it's okay. It's really, truly okay. I think back to my younger journaling days when I was very small and I was worried about someone finding my words. And Gosh, I would tuck that journal so far under my mattress so that my brothers would never find it because it was tender. It was probably most likely about the crush that I had, right? Or the fight I got into with my girlfriend. You know, it's those, those moments, those everyday moments that we go through in life. And you think about that high school angst and the, the unknowns of it all. You know, you're trying to figure out life. Aren't we all still, no matter what age you are, we're here just trying to figure out life. And what is that next step? What is that next right thing? Where are we going? What are we doing? I don't think we ever figure it out. I think it is a journey, and that is truly what makes it beautiful. Is there is not this final destination that you say, "Oh, I got here, I've made it." No. Because after that, there's something else. There's something more. And when you're living deep in the moment of it, you're going to feel all the emotions. Oh, you're, it's going to run the gamut. There will be that fear, that uncertainty the joy, the tears, the celebrating of making it. But then you're going to go on to something else. There's going to be that next thing. And that is what is beautiful about the journal. It will capture all of that. It will hold your heart so beautifully. Now, the way that I use my journal in particular is I like to go to my journal in the morning. It's a beautiful way to start the day before I'm kind of influenced by what's going on in the outside world. Because if I show up at the end of the night, it's a totally different experience than if I'm showing up right in the morning. And in the morning, I will come down to sit in front of my altar. And my altar is my grandma's old suitcase, which I love. When we were cleaning out her house when she was moving, she had it. And I just thought it was the coolest, coolest thing. I mean, it was literally a suitcase that she used. And it's one of those really old school ones with the locks on the top and the it's like a rectangle box. It's hard. And so I have that on the floor. And on top of that, I have a couple of things that are just really special to me. Some candles some seashells that I have picked up from my travels. And I will switch things out, you know, as the seasons change or I'm feeling different things or I just totally want to give it a good cleanse. Hanging in front of my journal is a picture of Dustin and I, a painting done by my dear friend Mindy, and also a piece of art that I had created while I was on a retreat. And I love this space. I love sitting on the floor in front of it. Coming here in the morning and just taking a few minutes to ground myself into the day before the day begins is a precious, precious gift. And now that I am back in the office, it feels a little harder to get in here. But I realize that I don't have to be in here for a long time. Even if I just come and sit for a few minutes, I start the day feeling happier. I feel like I can breathe a little bit deeper, that there is this peace that I'm beginning with. Because have you ever started your morning and it's just a mad dash of like, you don't even, you feel like you are sprinting a marathon, right? Where you wake up, jump in the shower running downstairs to grab your lunch, trying to remember all the things you have to grab before you run out the door, looking at the clock and realizing, oh, my God, I need to go right now. And then just that dashing out the door. And starting your day like that, how are you feeling? I know any time I start my day like that, the rest of the day feels like it's filled with this heaviness, with this kind of stress. Because I haven't even had a chance to breathe. And that's just not good for me, right? And it's probably not good for you either. But just taking a moment, a moment to pause, even if it is in the middle of that chaos, you're giving yourself that chance to slow down, to just be exactly where you are. And so I'll come in here. Sitting in front of my altar, taking that moment of pause. And what I like to do is begin by pulling cards. Gosh, this goes back now a few years, and I love it. Love it so much. I will always ask the universe to tell me, What is it I need to hear today? What is it I need to hear today? And it always tells me, what I need to hear, whether I want to hear it or not, and I love that because there are times that there are messages you don't want to hear, right? But we got to hear them. We got to know kind of what we got to pay attention to, what we need to be a little bit more in tune to. And then I'll open my journal, and I always document what that daily card is, what the meaning of it is based on the book that goes with the cards, and then I write about what that actually means to me and go really deep into, why is this card showing up? What is it that I need to pay attention to or change or be more aware of? And I dig into the stories of my life. Of those moments that I'm in right now that I might not have even realized I'm in until the card kind of taps me on the shoulder and says, Hey, you might want to look at this. And doing this does not take long at all, it is really a quick amount of time. And the beauty of it is you can go as long or as short as you want. It's not a mandatory, oh, I must sit in here. For 10 minutes. If I'm not in here for 10 minutes, I'm not getting the benefit of it. No. Sitting and writing for even just a few short minutes. Ah, you a hundred percent get the benefit. I breathe a little bit easier. My heart rate is a little slower. I don't feel that, that rush, that tenseness, that oh my gosh, I gotta go, go, go. No. And once I write about kind of what that card means to me, I allow anything else that needs to come out, spill open. And for me, sometimes that looks like a to-do list of things I just kind of want to get out of my head so I don't have to hold on to them. Sometimes it might be a list of what I really hope for. And what's beautiful about journaling is it doesn't have to be this long form writing. List making is an amazing way to journal because it allows you just to get things out. I mean, we can all make a list, right? How many of us have made a grocery list? Probably all of us. If you can make a grocery list, you can make any kind of list in your journal. And I think that's the biggest thing to remember is giving yourself that permission that it can be anything. It doesn't have to be this perfect curated writing. Oh my goodness. If I opened up the pages of my journals for you, you would see words put in parentheses because I don't like to cross out. So I'll like kind of put them in parentheses to be like, nope, that's not what I meant to say. There might be arrows drawn to things. I will start a sentence and finish it in the middle and move on to something else. It is definitely not perfect. But that's the beauty of it because it is my heart opening up. And when you do something like this daily, you start to go into this rhythm and routine. And what a blessing it is. And what I have noticed, even from all the years that I have journaled, and it has shifted over time. Like I was not always starting by pulling cards. But it is something that I have done, gosh, probably now. Oh, if I were to guess eight or so years. And, you know, maybe every day it's not a card, but a lot of times it is. But what I have noticed is that by showing up consistently, I'm able to get into what I really need to get into a little bit quicker. Sometimes I find that there's something there, right, lurking below the surface, something that I know is like, Tugging at me. But I can't put my finger on it. I'm trying to figure it out. I know that I'm just not feeling myself. I'm not feeling great, but I don't really not feeling bad. You know You're kind of in that weird middle ground. And sometimes it might take me long to unearth, what is that? But when I'm in this consistent practice of it, I find that I unearth a little bit quicker. And it's such a great feeling to be able to excavate that. And to really find, you know, what are these nuggets that I have to express, that I have to get out of me. And it's a gift. It is an absolute gift. Another thing that I love to add into my journals is quotes or inspiring words from others. In the morning, I love to grab, I have a stack of books. And they're the kind of books that you don't have to read cover to cover. You can flip to anywhere in the book and start. Some of them are poetry books. Some of them are short stories. And I love to just open up to a page and read whatever is on that page. Almost similar to the cars, as of this is what I need to hear today. This is the words that my heart needs to allow to sink in. And oh, it's incredible. Incredible what happens. And we just show up and allow ourselves to be open to the messages we need to receive. And I'll share um, in the show notes below a couple of those books that I have because they're great. And they really do kind of tell me, oh, yeah, listen to this. This is what your hearts need. And sometimes those words spark more writing or sometimes I just write a line from that piece. Sometimes I just allow it to soak in and I don't write anything about it. It's really all about tuning into you, what feels right and good for you. And that is what my morning ritual looks like in my journal. But then that journal comes with me everywhere. It is tucked in my backpack. It is in my pocketbook. It is under my arm when I'm running out the door. And it's almost like my security blanket. Having it with me makes me feel comfortable. And the reason that I like to carry it around with me is because at any moment, there might be something I want to write down, something I don't want to forget. A story might come up, a word, a line, an idea. And that journal holds all of it, it is filled with, gosh, everything. And again, it's not neat and clean. It's messy and beautiful and real and raw. And so having it with me, I feel like I can be more present in the world because if there is something I want to remember, I have a place to capture it. And of course, I mean, there's so many other ways I could capture anything. But to me, there is something about putting pen to paper and writing it down, getting out of my head, out of my heart, and onto something that I can physically hold. And then at night, or even throughout the day, if something happens, and this is when it arises, you know, it's not a set schedule of like, nope, every single night I'm doing this. The morning is really, yeah, I try to do that every morning. And of course, there's days it doesn't happen. But that is more of my ritual and routine. During the day and at night is only really if something comes up, something that I need to get out. Or if I find that I am in this kind of grouchy mood, I can't pinpoint what's going on, but I know something is going on. I know then that I have to turn to my journal. Because something's happening and I I need to work it out. I need to kind of allow open space so that I can say the wrong things right? Because have you ever been in a disagreement with someone or you have something you want to express to them and you don't really know how to say it? And so you'll try and you might not say it the right way, or you might end up even offending them because of how you said it. And then you feel even worse because you're like, no, that's not at all what I was meaning to do. And that's where the blank page becomes this precious, precious gift, because it really gives me the space to work it out and to figure out, okay, what is it that I want to say? What is it that I don't want to say? What is it that really, truly is bothering me? And how can I express that in a way that I'll know I'll be heard? Mm. And I think that is the key, learning how to express it in a way that I'll be heard. But the really only chill way for me to do that is to work it out first, because I'm not one of those people who are good in the moment. I, oh, I envy those people. I admire them. Those people who can think fast on their feet and kind of always know the right thing to say. That is a thousand percent, not me. I am processing. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to find the exact right word. And it's not quick. (laughs) Definitely not quick. But having the page gives me that space to be slow and to find my way through it. I remember years ago in college, my boyfriend at the time, we were going through something difficult. And he was the one who told me, he's like, you know what, go write about it and then come back and we'll talk. And I was like, wow, you're right. Like that is really what I needed to do. Because then I had my thoughts all figured out. I really knew what was going on in my heart. When at first it was all just kind of swirling around and I thought it was this, but once I wrote through it, I realized, oh my goodness, this is something totally different. But that would never have happened had I not given myself permission to show up in that raw, vulnerable, true space, that place of no judgment that place of respect for myself and knowing I'm a human and I'm flawed, and that's okay. What matters most is what I do, how I show up, how I maybe apologize for those mistakes that I made and take ownership of people that I've hurt. And so my journal is most definitely one of the biggest tools in my toolbox something that provides me a space and a place to 100% be myself. And if you don't have a journaling practice, I encourage you to try one on for size and to know that you don't have to commit to these large chunks of time, that you can simply maybe write one sentence and that's enough. Maybe there's just something you have to get out. One thing that can really feel intimidating is the page is blank. How do you start? How do you begin? And that's why I do also love to use writing prompts. Whenever I teach my writing classes, we always begin with prompts. And I like to give more than one prompt because sometimes something is going to resonate with you and sometimes it's not. But if you have three different options to choose from, There's most likely something there. And also, what has been really cool when I am in those classes is I'll give the three prompts. And sometimes people even wind up doing all three like the one leads into the other, then into the next. And it's cool to see how it all comes together. And you can find writing prompts anywhere, even if you look in a book and read the beginning of a sentence. That could then become a prompt, which is pretty cool. And just for example, I just have this book near me, Simple Abundance, A Day Book of Comfort and Joy, and I just flip to a page. And the first sentence of this paragraph is, what is needed? And what a perfect prompt, right? What is needed? What is needed for you right now? That could be something you write about. And one thing that I would also like to add is it can be really hard to write about ourselves in the first person. Sometimes it's easier when you're working through something to do it from an outsider's perspective. And rather than saying I, you can use someone else's name. You can say he, she, they, whatever. It doesn't have to be you. And that is what might help you kind of tap into things a little bit easier and allow you to open up in a way that might have been so easy saying I, 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 because that can definitely feel intimidating. So I encourage you, grab a notebook, make sure it's not a fancy one because then you'll never write in it. Composition notebooks are amazing for this. And dive in. Give yourself permission to play, to be messy, to be real, raw, and vulnerable, and show up. Show up with compassion and kindness, and then come on over to the Soul Circle community and share about what it feels like to journal, what it feels like showing up onto that page and expressing your heart and your soul knowing that the words that you write are only for you. No one ever, ever has to see them. Unless, of course, you want to share them. That is entirely up to you. And come on over to the Soul Circle community, because this week I'll give you some prompts to get you started in the writing process. So that that blank page doesn't feel so intimidating. But you have a place to begin. Oh, I thank you so much for joining me. And what I've been doing this year at the end of every podcast is pulling a card. And so I want to do that today. And this is what I was talking about, how I start my days. And I think it's great for us to have a card each week. Something that we can hold on to. A message that we might need to hear that we didn't realize. And so I invite you to be open and to be receptive to whatever card comes up. I'm shuffling them now. And as I shuffle them, I think and let the cards know that we are looking for a card for the community, for what we collectively need to hear, what we need to pay attention to. I am again using the Kyle Gray, the Angel Guide Oracle Guidebook deck. Loving, loving this deck so, so much. And take a deep breath in, allow your heart to be open. And the card that we have, today. Oh, interesting. The word no. Oh, let's see what this one is all about. This is a new card for me. And it says, your angels are drawing close at this time to help you recognize that the answer to the question on your mind is no. This is not the time to proceed. You may want to, but you are being encouraged to see beyond the current situation and understand that following through on your ideas." may have a negative effect on the whole course of your life. Angels are swooping in because they want to save the day and save you a lot of heartache from the choice that is not heart-centered. If you are feeling upset or annoyed by this guidance, this is okay. You are allowed to have an emotional response, but in truth, there will be a part of you that already knows that what you are considering isn't the best use of your energy. Do not make plans. Do not move forward. Retreat. And reflect. Think deeply. Seek the advice of those you love and trust and ask them to help you to get to the bottom of the question or issue or decision that is before you. Do not make any sudden moves. This card is coming in to help you sustain your mental, emotional, and spiritual energy and stay on the road to wholeness. Mm, Interesting, right? So take a moment and think about it. What is it that you need to say no to? Have you possibly been saying yes too much and taking on too much, that it's becoming unsustainable? Are you trying to add something additional to your plate and you just can't do it? Say no. And know that when you are saying no, you're opening it up and saying yes to something else, something that you don't even realize, which is truly incredible. What a powerful, powerful card, because I know how hard it can be for all of us to say no. Wanting to do things, help people, even just grow yourself in bigger and better ways. But may he be what you're aiming for isn't exactly what you need in this moment. So pay attention. Oh, I thank you so, so much for being here, for sharing your heart. And I send you so much love from New Jersey and I will be back next week with a new episode. Until then, have a great week and we'll talk soon.